From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 593. Today's show is brought to you by Uni Pizza Ovens and Enigma Stationery. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk pens with you. I guess it's been a couple of weeks, and yep. you know. That's how it always goes. You know, we always have, you know, a small break if one of us is going here and the other one is going there. And then we need to, like, do some recordings. But this one was perfectly timed with our annual gift guide episode where I could uh, spend some time talking to our good friend, Anna. Did you get a chance to listen to that? Of course. Of course. I I always say that. I always say that knowing that you do listen. But I worry, like, every now and then, like, I'm going to catch Mike off guard. It's like, I haven't had time to listen yet. I decided not to bother. No, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listened while I was in the airport. Uh, nice. Getting ready to leave mm-hmm. for home. So Nice. Were you, were you pleased that we didn't uh, drag you through the mud like we have done uh, in previous years? Yeah, I feel like I got off pretty easy this year. Uh, maybe yeah. everybody forgot about me. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but we had uh we had fun talking about products and I was I don't know I was super excited to talk to Anna this year. I don't know. I guess there's been some different stationery in like the in the fall release season that I felt was like really really good or like through the summer into the fall that I've been really amped up about several products and most of them I would say fall into that more gifty category say from like you know, ten dollars to like maybe up to like two hundred, like on the very high end, but mostly like in the you know below a hundred dollar like gifty type uh, range. And um, I was glad to to talk with Anna about that. I did follow up this week. It wasn't really planned this way. Um, when I was going to do my Kaveco Perkio infrared review, but I just happened to do it this Monday, and that's one of the big products that I talked about for the gift guide. One of my like top picks like I had a handful of very very um top picks that I wanted to make during that show and that was one of them because it's like it's $29 fountain pen it looks wild like it's a super giftable type of pen plus or just a really cool fun pen that I wanted to use and I enjoyed using it so got that up this week if y'all listened to last week's gift guide episode and wanted to read more about that pen I posted that on Monday so yeah that uh, that was that, and uh, it was always a great time talking with Anna. Always a good time. Yep. So that color, have, by the way, on that Perky was incredible. It's ridiculous. It's like, next level. Yeah. So one of my favorite color combinations in stationery is when you can get like the three D three D glasses color, like the traditional red blue colors of 3d glasses in combination so i have a few pens that way or like a red pen that i'll ink with blue ink so i wanted to get that red of this perkio inked up with a really bright bright blue and that combination is just one of my favorites right i talk about orange all the time and purples and things like that but if i can get a really like hot pink and a really bright blue like i'm way in and that's what i was able to do with this and it's got a it's got one of those clear feeds in it so it, it just looks ridiculous they did a good job on it yeah that was and so that was the one you were having the issue with with the ink right where the yep. it the number 5 nib was too small so the yeah so let's through. talk yeah let's talk about that real quick so it's in the review i discussed it in the review And it's one of those things that I think probably a lot of us who dabble in various stationaries, like I don't don't stick with one product all the time, right? Or stick with one thing. So I'm always testing and trying new things. And it's a product of me getting overly excited (laughs) about stationary. I was like, oh, I have this great pen and oh, look at this ink. It's going to be a perfect match for it. And then I ink it up and I was like, huh, this is not really working like how I intended, right? I'm not really getting the ink flow. It's fussy. I'm like having to mess around with it. And as someone who normally uses shimmer inks, like I usually consider like what pens I put shimmer inks in because I want them to have the best flow possible. But I didn't even consider it this one. I was just like, oh, this is perfect. Like I'm going to make this like this. I didn't even consider, you know, what could happen. But as it turns out, I think having a smaller nib platform in a number five size nib, which if you're not familiar with that terminology, 
the number six size nib is kind of like your standard. Like if you look at a picture of a fountain pen, um, that's the size of nib that you see. And this is a smaller one. So as I think the shimmer ink had trouble flowing through that smaller area, if you will. It didn't have enough room to roam and spread out and the ink and the shimmer kind of mix and match and get through the feed and the nib as well as I thought. And I didn't even consider that before I inked it up. And the more I used it, the more I was like, oh, well, this probably makes sense. I I, I set myself up for failure without even thinking about it just due to my excitement. So it's it's good to get off get uh, excited about stationery. Always. I mean, it's not except what this, that, whole, this whole thing is about. <laughs> yeah, except I caused myself a problem. And uh, I cleaned it out, cleaned out perfectly, put a different ink in there, and it works flawlessly now. So I was like, oh, yeah, that was I was just being uh, big dumb uh, at that particular moment. And uh, it was a good learning experience. I was like, oh, yes, let's probably not do that again. So not a big deal. So um, let's talk about a new, a few new products that have kind of crossed my desk over the past couple of weeks uh, since we've last spoken. And this first one is Pilot's latest Vanishing Point release for Japan. So this looks like the Japanese exclusive. So uh, my friend's... Uh, Jacob at Food A Fan and also Addicted Planner Stickers. I saw both of these. You'll notice the link, Mike. Threads. There were Threads links. I'm on, I'm on Threads all the time, and um, see the, um, you know, the images and and see all the 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 content on Threads. But I'm not necessarily like, you know, posting my own stuff there. So I did you see know, them over there. I was. I mm. heard the end of the episode. You and I mm. were talking about it, yeah. and I actually yeah. would really like to hear the two of you talk about your mm-hmm. approach to this yeah. uh, in the future. But I think for you, Threads is the way, the place you should be because you have such a large Instagram following. Probably. I, I don't disagree with that. So Because that's will be your largest social media that. following, right? So I feel yes. like that, that tie together makes the most sense. And I think yeah. you should be putting s- uh, some effort into Threads specifically. Um, I agree. To, I agree. Those two things tied together so well. Yeah, and it's just like it's like kind of like the ultimate crossover potential there, right? With like yep. the the content and the things that I talk about, it's a big overlap with yep. the people that are there. Yep. So yeah, so I think Anna and I will explore that. Um, you know, maybe early next year or something, we'll do an episode mm-hmm. where we talk about like. Uh, stationary social media because it's that's actually a for a very visual hobby that we're in like it's it's kind of important it's like it's where i get most of my news which is why you see me putting in links to threads today of this new pilot vanishing point aka capus capitalist this is the 2023 uh japan I don't want to say japan only but this is the the japanese exclusive release it's called whiskey mike and I have a question for you. Interesting spelling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're 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 a worldly man. Mm. And you know, I feel like I'm up to date on a lot of things. And I know there's definitely some spelling differences regionally with whiskey. Sometimes you can have it W H I S K E Y. Or sometimes you can have it without the E, W H I S K Y. Both of those I'd say pretty interchangeable, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so Pilot has made this image with definitely, you know, it's it's whiskey. Like it's there's a decanter, there's a nice glass, you know, it's 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 a whiskey. And the whiskey is spelled W I S K Y. Yeah. And so no H and no E. They made another they made an interesting <laughs> decision. So I Googled this. Yeah. I Googled this and I couldn't find like the like this doesn't it's like, well maybe you know, Japan is is very big on their whiskeys, and it's a it's a big you know whiskey community over there. And I thought it was generally just you know like no e whiskey was you know pretty popular and in Japan. And then they come up, pilot comes up with this. I was like, this has to be like a real thing. And it's like I couldn't really find it. So I would be interesting. <laughs> I'd be interested to know. Have you ever seen this spelling like in anything? No, I, I just think it's a mistake because putting a h in that word is weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if. If you're, if you're not maybe native in English, mm-hmm. and someone asks you to spell the word whiskey, you're not putting mm-hmm. a h mm-hmm. in there, right? So I just yeah. think this is a spelling mistake. 
or a simplification yeah. to help the Japanese market. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, like I said, they're just such a big whiskey community over there that I thought would be pretty normalized. The spelling be pretty normalized. And this one, <laughs> we're sitting here not talking yeah, about but, the pen <laughs> because this is driving me nuts. Because I thought, I was like, I'm going to go learn something today, Mike. I'm going to go find out why we actually have a third spelling of whiskey. And I was like, nope, couldn't find anything. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say maybe they don't, maybe they don't call it whiskey but like i'm looking at all the bottles and all the bottles say whiskey on them like i'm looking at like hibiki and and uh nika coffee like the the, kind of the famous japanese brands and they Mm -hmm. i mean they're written in english i don't know if maybe like the japanese labels are in japanese but i expect they probably still have english on them as well yeah this yeah i think they just messed up brad (laughs) we'll see so this is just like so um this is just like the the postcard promotional or like the the marketing like header image, right? Like I don't have pictures of the pen. And looking at the two images that I shared, they're kind of different. They're, the the pen looks very difficult to sort out via the two images that I've shared. And we'll have these links in the show notes for y'all. Yeah. It looks like a, a brown gradient on one picture. Then the other one looks a little bit more purplish. Purple. Yeah, none of yeah. this says whiskey to me. I, I want to see the actual pen. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, so maybe like, it's because it's something else. W-I-S-K-Y is a different thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe, and maybe. So, <laughs> but no, it looks like on. it's going to be a golden brown, like the gold trim brown gradient, probably. And it, it's it's going to look sharp. Like I mean, like you know, I I really just wanted to to bring this up because I I, I wasn't even thinking that there was a Japanese exclusive vanishing point per se. More that there were Japanese store exclusive vanishing points. You know, just like a ton of those. Um, so I wasn't really used to this. Um, but it's it's pretty. I'm sure it'll do well. And um, it's about, what is it, uh, 38,000 yen. So it's like $260, something like that, wow. which is pretty good price. Like, really good price. Like, the the recent American, um, the red the red and black vanishing point, I'm forgetting the name offhand, uh, was like $400 uh, in the U.S. So, you know, that seems like a pretty good price. So... Mm. Sticking with Pilot, but changing the price point uh, greatly and more into the realm of the things I was talking about for the gift guide. I've kind of... So this is a new Pilot Explorer color, and there's really not much to say about it other than I find the colors interesting, which I'll get to in a minute. But when Pilot came out with this Explorer, I had a real problem with it, just as far as the design and the price point. So... Pilot was making another entry-level pen after the Metropolitans already existed and the Prairies already existed and the Kakunos already existed. And I was like, what are we, like, I was just questioning, like, what are we doing here? And then taking a classic rollerball design. So there, the Pilot Explorer was originally um, this needlepoint, very, very popular um popular pin that ended up being like the pilot precise v5 later in life and that's where i knew the design yeah like, so it's the port does this remind me of yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really, it's yeah. it's the porthole barrel design of the current pilot precise but when it was originally the explorer when it came out in like the ivory barrel so Which i was I like i think it's why called the high tech point here yes yeah. yes so the high tech point, yes, not to be confused with the high tech C, which is called the G tech C here in the yeah. U.S. But you know, whatever, you know, whiskey, whiskey or whiskey, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Who that are we could to just say, be Mike? like a code word now for like difference in in, in the regions, you know, whiskey. Yeah, you know, you know how it goes. It's just um, so anyway, I was like whatever with this explorer fountain pen it's it's fine it was like 28 dollars. it was like in this no man's land of more expensive than the metropolitan which i'm gonna recommend every time or upgrade you to the prayer which i just think is a cool pen but yeah it turns out this pen's pretty good so this it's it's pretty good it's just weirdly priced and now they came out uh i was looking again on instagram and we had talked about last time we talked two weeks ago about these new uh, uni Jetstream collaborations with a uh, it was a the Jetstream four plus one multi pin with a shop called uh, Karimoku and they had these orange and blue 
kind of flat colors, like almost like a matte satiny finish. Mm-hmm. And now, guess what we have in these Palette Explorers, Mike? Uh, the orange and the blue in this matte. Very outdoorsy looking. Then they have an, like an olive green and yeah. almost like a taupe, taupe tan type of situation. And it just made me think, right after seeing this Uniball Colors release... And seeing these releases, is this going to be like the theme? Like, all are all the brands coming with these blue and orange kind of flat colors this year? Which uh, I'll say I I am for. Like, I think these look spectacular. What is the light of? I I can't figure that out. They changed that must be the series. That must be the series. No, Um, because it says light hand. Well, okay, light handling Uh, an active fountain pen for your beautiful life. I think they rebranded it, bro. They might have. This might be a longer show uh, when I go into this. I see that they they are, wow. I, yeah, I just thought this like, was the series, but the way the descriptor is yep. makes me think that they're changing the name, which so, I have a huge, we, Limited we have edition to rewind to the beginning. That mm-hmm. look great in outdoor scenes. A new color is now available in limited quantities from the easy-to-use adult fountain pen, Lightive, for outdoor-style colors. I think they've changed. I think this is actually called the Pilot Lightive. Now I'm really going to be upset. Now we're well, maybe we it's the now we have a whole US, new show. The High Tech Seven Point <laughs> Five in the UK and the Lightive in Japan. We probably just need to move on because I'm going to get really upset about <laughs> about what they've done to my Explorer. Like I was already mad that they stole the Explorer for this, and now they're keeping the same design and calling it the Lightive. Well, maybe, maybe no, maybe they're sorting your problem out. They're going to keep the Explorer, the Explorer, and now the Explorer is called the Lightive. Right when they had me convinced that it was okay, Mike, they go and do this. Just when you, you know, they just snatch it away from you, right Jeez from right under Louise. your nose. The light of that's a terrible name. It's not a good name, no. <laughs> a pilot Explorer. That's a nice product name. What fountain pen is that? It's the Pilot Light of. It's like no, I don't, I, I don't have a lighter. I'm sorry, but this is a Lightive. L i g h t i v e. Lightive. Lightive? Lightive. They're just... They're just... <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, it's a lightweight I mean, fountain okay. pen. Okay, it's a portmanteau of light and active. That's what they're doing. Yeah, let's light not handling, do that. How about, how about we don't do that? That would be cool. Light handling and active fountain pen. So it's the lightive. <sighs> okay, this now... Granted, this is coming <laughs> from the company... That named a product line, I love me, I love you. So I guess Lightive is probably we're getting off easy, I guess, yeah. right? <laughs> like if you put it in that context, they are not going in the right direction on product names. So we probably got off easy. This could have this could have been something much worse, I guess. Lightive. Lightive. Pilot Lightive. See, I could at least call the the other one the Barney pens, and it, it was easier. I'm just gonna call it. if it has a porthole, it's it's, it's an explorer. That that's the the end, the no, end no, of the conversation. If it, if it has a porthole. It's a lightive. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. You know, the porthole makes it both lighter and more active. I regret adding this to the show notes because now I'm just mad. I lo- I'm just happy that I brought this to you. You know, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. It was because I had to go find another picture. So this technically is your fault. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Remind <laughs> me, by the way, I love me, I love you. Is it is it I-L-M-I-O-Y? Like, is that the yes. name? Yeah, it's yes. I-L-M-I-O-Y. It's, yes. I actually think that's a pretty interesting name. Like, it's fine. For what they did, it's fine. Yeah. Like, for how they presented it, it's fine. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it has definitely grown on me because they actually, they have really made some cool stuff as part of that, part of that lineup. I think but, that uh, branding, while a little maybe a little cringy to me and you like fits with the products that they've produced under that well umbrella. then then you can't really be upset at light of because i'm not i'm not upset <laughs> you're upset i am upset i'm just i'm just like i'm surprised they went there but i'm not upset mm-hmm. about it you know i, I respect <laughs> it i think you know i'm not sure i do i'm not sure i do light of. Uh, two years from now it'll grow on me and then they'll change it again like I'll come all the way around. And I was like, "Fine, light of, it's great. It's it's a good pen. It's and cool then colors. I like what they're Explorer. doing." Yeah, yeah. Then they'll call <laughs> it the Explorer. 
This episode is brought to you by Uni Pizza Ovens, the world's number one pizza oven company, letting you make restaurant-quality pizza in your own backyard. They make surprisingly small ovens powered by your choice of either wood, charcoal, gas, and now electric, thanks to the introduction of the Uni Vault. This oven works indoors and outdoors with a bunch of super smart technology to give you restaurant-quality pizza in an electric oven. This is actually incredibly hard to do well but Uni have cracked it. It's so good, it was just named one of Oprah's favorite things of 2023, which is a big deal. All Uni pizza ovens are incredibly easy to use and portable. They'll fit into any space. They can reach temperatures of up to 900 degrees Fahrenheit or 500 degrees Celsius, letting you cook restaurant-quality pizza in as little as 60 seconds. It's that high temperature that separates these pizzas from those that you can make in a home oven. Another model that is super popular at Uni is Decoder 16, a gas-powered oven that can cook up to 16-inch pizzas with an innovative L-shaped burner at the back to give you even heat distribution throughout. Uni pizza ovens start from just $299 with free shipping to the US, the UK, and the EU. They make an app to help you perfect your dough recipe and also get loads of pizza-making tips. They also have all of the accessories that you're going to want, from peels to cutters to oven tables. Uh, it is that kind of year, time of year, I should say, where people, they're buying these things. They're great gifts. Uni pizza ovens are always in high demand, but especially around this time of year. Brad, can you let our listeners know why the Uni pizza oven is such a wonderful gift? Oh, it makes the pizza-making process fun, and it's a party when, you, when you're cooking, uh, when you bust out the Uni and cooking some pizzas, and everyone can make their own pizza. Mm-hmm. You get your, everyone gets to choose their own toppings. You have like a, like a toppings bar, and you, you lay out all the dough, and everyone makes their own pizza. And then, you know, you think that would be like a hassle to cook everyone's individual pizza, but it cooks so quickly. Everyone's eating p- their own personal pizza at the same time. Like, it, it's, 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 it's the party gift, man. You, you got to have the Uni. Everyone's going to be happy with that, right? Who doesn't mm-hmm. love a good pizza? You know what I'm saying? And Uni makes the best ones around. So go check it out for yourself right now. Uni pizza ovens are the best way to bring restaurant-quality pizza to your own backyard. Go to uni.com and use the code ADDICT2023 at checkout for 10% off. That is uni.com, O-O-N-I.com, and use the code ADDICT2023 at checkout. Our thanks to Uni Pizza Ovens for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, we got a shout out of the week this shout week, Mike. Week. My friends over at Juicy Broads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not actually Juicy Broads is not the channel, but my friends Lori Tata and Vanessa Langton, they have been uh, chatting recently on YouTube on Lori's uh, Time with Tata. YouTube channel. They've been doing pin talk, and they've been doing these videos where they get together every week. And they finally um, they swapped it up, put a put a name, uh, put a name to it, um, a very awesome name. Uh, so y'all should go check that out. They do this. Uh, it's recently been on Mondays. I don't know if it's always on Mondays, uh, but I've just uh, I've missed out on some of the previous episodes. So I've just caught up with them here recently. So I wanted to give them a shout out, tell them great job, and uh, keep it up. So y'all go follow the Juicy Broads over there on uh, YouTube. All right. Do you mind if I we mention some, something real quick? Yeah, yeah. We got some more products to, to talk about, and I'm actually interested, and I'm glad you put this in here. Uh, so we have a new product over at Cortex Brand called the Sidekick Calendar Companion. It is the same construction um, as the Sidekick Notepad. So it's basically the same book. We have a, a couple of slight, slight tweaks. The cover is a slightly different color. And the foil stamping is a matte silver, which is just so good. But Mm -hmm. the main difference here is instead of it being a notepad with a checklist on the side, this is a a weekly kind of calendar agenda that you can write in. So you've got Monday to Sunday, Monday to Friday in big boxes, Saturday and Sunday in smaller boxes. So you can kind of write down what you've got going on in your week. Um, This was a product that was created because uh, my wife, Adina, I gave her a Sidekick notepad and she was doing this on the Sidekick notepad. And I was like, well, that doesn't look right. Let me make something for you. And so I made it for my wife, and now you can buy it too. <laughs> so, but I, I, these are this is quite a popular product type uh, for yes. a desk pad is to have some kind of agenda that you could write down. 
Um, and so we've got it here for the psychic notepad just because it fits. It makes a lot of sense as well for if you're going to keep it in front of you all the time, which is what the psychic notepad is made for. And so the psychic calendar companion benefits from that construction and the sizing of it all. Uh, so you're very easy can keep on track with your events or tasks that you want to complete on each day uh, in a handy dandy format, which very easily can be taken and put in your bag and taken with you. 60 pages, so it will last you an entire year um, if you use one a week. Uh, so yeah, really, really happy with this product. Um, I'm actually really happy that we've been able to take all of the hard work that we did through uh, creating the Psychic Notepad and bring another product into the family that makes uh, equal sense and uh, is a nice little format for people that I think maybe you're going to dig. You know, maybe if you weren't keen on the Psychic Notepad, maybe you, that wasn't your use case or you didn't want something where you'd be tearing a page off every day, one of these will last you an entire year and you'll be able to stay on track of what you're working on uh, every single day. Yeah, this is my kind of layout and my kind of design. You know, I like to have a single week in one view, right? That's mm -hmm. it's the way I lay out my weeks. Um, so this is a great design. So good job on this one. I really, really like this one a lot. It's and kind of I think this will funny do, like, to super me, well. really, like how mm -hmm. how just how quickly this came together. Um considering how long it took to get the sidekick notepad to come together. <laughs> like this was yep. a very fast turnaround to this product. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's because but that's good. all but the hard work you did all the work done. before. Yeah. 100%, 100%. But yeah, I, I really like it. Like I've been playing around with it. This isn't something that I naturally gravitate towards, this product type. Um, mm -hmm. But I have been using it and, and I really like it. It, it works very yeah. well. But most importantly, it got the uh, seal of approval from Adina. So uh, <laughs> it works. And I think people nice. will dig it. So you can go check totally. it out at com. Totally. All right, Mike. I consider ourselves, you know, if you look at the first topics we, we covered, I consider ourselves like a, a breaking news uh, podcast <laughs> or station. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're, we're on, on, on the cusp, the bleeding edge of of stationary content and you know we like to be timely with you know the the things we cover you know we'll we'll break the the important stationary news uh when we can and it was last when we last recorded two weeks ago uh this information hadn't come out and then all of a sudden i think the day we recorded the wednesday we recorded two weeks ago you came to me with a link it's like have you seen this we have to discuss this and I've had to sit on this for two weeks, Mike, mm -hmm. and it's been killing me because I wanted this information out in the world. And the world has seen this pen because believe me, I got messages <laughs> about it. Yeah, me and what too. We're talking about, what we're talking about today is the latest release from Montegrappa, The Warriors. Yep. And why, Mike, did you send this to me? Because this pen's got abs. This pen has abs. Spectacular glorious I mean, warrior ass. All right, so we need to give a quick refresher. So okay. back on episode 386 of The Pen Addict, <laughs> uh, which I actually can't believe is not called This Pen Has Apps. It makes it really hard for me to find which podcast this was on because that's all I was searching for. Wow. You, you, and that's the phrase that we say all the time now, and yeah. we didn't call it that. But it's in the description here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but so episode 386, we talk about the Graf von Faber-Castell Pen of the Year 2020, which was called Sparta. And mm -hmm. it was a Roman soldier. And the pen has abs on the grip section. <laughs> and we just found this to be absolutely hilarious as yeah. a, an idea that a pen could have abs. Mm -hmm. But... Our friends over at Montegrappa decided. <laughs> you like abs? <laughs> oh boy, have we got some abs for you. Not only do we have abs for you, what about opposable arms on a pen? Do you want opposable mm -hmm. arms on a pen? We got mm -hmm. it. Do you want a mask on a pen? What about a face on a pen? We got that too. Do you want a sword to come along with a pen? What about some feet? <laughs> Actual human feet on a pen. They did it, Brad. They did it. They did it. They did all of it. Yeah, so Montegrappa has been doing this series for, at least that I know of, for like five or six years. So there was a samurai, um, which I actually got to hold and use uh, one time when I was at Drum Ghouls uh, several years ago. Um, they did a samurai, and then they did a viking, 
and now we have the warrior here um and it's this you know it's a very montegrappa pin right like there's there's no doubt um it's over the top in every way shape or form it's mm -hmm. practically unusable as a writing instrument right because you basically uh, it, it's it's kind of like a doll where you like pull the legs out from the body and the pin is like up under the like the the abs right so you pull that pull the legs out and the then you see the um the the, the actual writing uh part but that if you're buying this you're not necessarily buying it for writing right there but this is for a specific client a specific customer that wants to spend you know like 18 grand on a pen uh it comes with a coliseum did you see that it's pretty sick <laughs> It's it completely unnecessary. The, I love it. It comes with the Coliseum. Like the, the, is, the stand for a, the pen is at the front of this little like. So you got okay. The pen is like three things. Like the, the, it's like three things, right? You've got the pen itself, which is just like waist down. Yes. From the little the, the little figure, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then it's. Okay, I'm going to try and describe this again for people that are listening. <laughs> the pen with the cap on, like when capped, is an action figure of a gladiator. Yes. Right? It is a yes. full body with armor and the arms move. They, the yeah. arms move, which is you yeah. can move them up and down like opposable, like, a, like an action figure would be. Yeah. If you remove the cap, you have essentially taken from the waist up of the action figure away. And that's where the grip section of the pen will be and the nib or the refill or whatever. Mm -hmm. But from the grip, like, so you got the grip section, but past the grip section is the waist, the legs, the feet. Like, is the, that's all still there. <laughs> so you kind of just like decapitate the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. from, like, from yeah. the way. But anyway, so in the, the stand, you get this huge Coliseum and you have these two <laughs> places to put each part of the pen, which is also funny that you leave the pen uncapped when in the stand, mm. but don't worry about that. There's also a sword, <laughs> which I'm not sure what the sword is for, but there is one. a letter opener, but it's sick. But there's just, there's a sword, you get a sword. That all lives yeah. at the front. And then like maybe 75% of the stand uh -huh. is just a little structure of the Colosseum, like a little model of the Colosseum. Yep. This thing is excess in every single possible way, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I, I love this. Like, it, it's amazing. Um, At a certain point, I, I do believe mm -hmm. that Monte Grappa is making these pens just to be on the show. You know, like, <laughs> I think at a certain point they, they just want us to talk about them because we keep doing it. Yeah, I will say so like they're really good. Um, what I noticed about this pen is I don't recall as much marketing behind this series as this particular pen. Like I've like I said, I've been following this one since the Samurai came out and it wasn't like pushed as hard as this one like they have i'll put a link to their instagram where they have a bunch of behind the scenes of like making the mask and like how they make all these figures they also it's have astonishing. a full 3d animated trailer yeah <laughs> have, you, have you seen the 3d animated trailer i haven't i missed that oh it's on the web page they did okay. like a full 3d animation of like there's oh, I like see a it now. gladiator like, walking running. towards yeah, a yeah, gate yeah, yeah. and the gate opens and the pen comes out and the gladiator surrenders because yeah. who could who could not surrender to this pen? Oh, you know what I mean. I'm watching. I'm watching it. It now. is it, it is dominant. It is the dominant pen. Yeah. So let's. You know. I think we've avoided the major question that's remaining. Brad, I've just um, had the thought. What? I just think that maybe they just couldn't stop thinking about the Roman Empire, so they made the pen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know that meme, For right? Sure. The, the men, yes, and Roman. The, yeah. Like, do you like what does it say? What do you know the Roman Empire? What is? How does it go? The, the meme is along the lines of like men only think about the, like men yes. think about the Roman Empire <laughs> once a day or something like yes, that. yes, yeah, something like it's that. It's got twisted so much now. I can't even remember the original <laughs> thing. But yeah, they just couldn't get the Roman Empire out of their heads, and they made a whole pen for it. So if you are. A man. <laughs> this pen is for you. <laughs> I mean, you've clearly you, you've you've arrived. <laughs> this you've thing, arrived. Again, I gotta say, like, I know these pens are so expensive, right? This mm -hmm. is like eighteen thousand mm -hmm. euros. Yeah. But I feel like they are making these like it feels like the prices aren't changing too much to my memory, but they are adding more and more stuff. 
Yeah, this like is you think crazy about like the detail. James Bond one, right? Like they keep like mm-hmm. adding more stuff, which I appreciate. I think that's cool. Yeah, like I think it's spectacular. Um, what I was gonna say earlier is like the the big unanswered question is is which pen has better abs? Like I think we need a vote here. Oh, I'm, I don't think there is a question. I mean, the Gladiator crushes it. I mean, the Gladiator has pretty legit abs. These are actual um, abs on this pen. What I will, yeah. mm, what I'll say, they are on the cap. So like the Faber Castell, it's on the grip section. Like you're gripping them abs. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. But I, the Sparta I think is one of the great, great pens. Gladiator, I feel like it has to go to the Gladiator. <laughs> I, I go back and look at the Sparta, and I never just don't giggle. That that pen makes me giggle. Um, this this the Gladiator is like. Yeah, it, it's something special too. So, yeah. Thank what you for I like sharing about that. The Gladiator, and now specifically having looked at mm-hmm. this one, is how understated this pen looks compared to the Warrior pen. And mm-hmm. that actually kind of makes it funnier that there's abs on that pen. Because <laughs> those abs are like a surprise. Yeah. You know? Like you yeah. see just a hint of the Gladiator and you're like, come on, where are the abs? Show me the abs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Gladiator That's pen a- is like, oop, hidden abs. Yeah, I question like the uh, the historical like you know design of armor back in the day. That seems like a very exposed area. Yeah, like, not great, yeah. right? <laughs> like this isn't good. Like the armor exists only on the right arm and the head, which is like <laughs> and the probably legs. not awesome if you're going to be going to battle. But yeah, and, like his back is very exposed. Maybe that's how good this guy is. You know, <laughs> he doesn't even need it. That's right. His champion. It champion. Even need what? It. Maybe you could get the Coliseum mm-hmm. with this pen, and then get the Sparta pen, and you could have like your own battles, like you at could home. Do that. Yeah, that would be cool. I think the Gladiator would win. I think the Gladiator. Well, I mean, the Gladiator's got a sword. It does have a sword. I don't know, but when you uncap the Sparta, I mean, I think you might just be knocked over that the abs come out. That's true, right? but like, the but the <laughs> the Gladiator has feet, so. <laughs> you know, I don't true, know what to do. True, true, true. This pen has got to feel uncomfortable to use. Like it's bad. The it's weight not, balance on this pen yeah, yeah. would be so astronomically bad. The 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 three designs. If you go pull up all three designs, the samurai, the Viking, and the warrior, they're all the same like footprint, right? For back of, lack of a better term, yeah. they're the same. They're the same base, and I got to hold the samurai, and and you when you take out the pen part of it it's just like this huge chunk of metal like on your hand and then you're trying to like grip it like it's not really like they know what they're making this for and it's not for like the ultimate writing experience right no who's buying this I really them. They, only, they make oh, they only make like a little over, i think what they say like 115 or something like that yeah. i'd have to go back and look they don't make a ton of there's these. there's 105 but, yeah. of a silk in silver with an 18 karat gold nib and there's five in all gold yeah request a price the all gold one is incredible. Yeah. So that's probably like fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. I would imagine. They they will sell all of these. Like you y'all think we're like we are making fun of this like to a degree. They don't make this for, for show. They will oh, they, yeah, they will yeah. literally sell every one of these pins. They I know mean, exactly what they're doing and what their customer base when is. When I ask I want to know who buys this, I actually actually asking a question because I know people do. Right, so like I'm just wondering, like who's buying it? You know, sometimes when I see the gold ones, I do wonder, like, are they actually selling those, or are they for yeah. Montegrappa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah, they yeah. gifts? Gifts. I don't yeah. know if they sell those gold ones. I, I, sometimes True. I wonder if like they make and sell the silver ones to also fund the cost of the gold ones, and then they're True. just like given away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. Bravo, Amazing stuff. like bravo yeah. once again. Like legit, like it's 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 great. Like it's ridiculous, but it's great. Like I I I love it. You keep making them, we'll keep talking about them. Yep. All right, should we take a break? Yeah, let's do it. And then uh, I'm gonna go on vacation, Mike, and I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna bring. Amazing. This episode is brought to you by Enigma Stationery. Enigma Stationery offer unique items made from in-house designs along with top brands and hard-to-find imports. Some of their new in-products include an exclusive desk mat featuring a psychedelic design by Enigma co-founder Michelle. I'm going to stop right there. i got more to talk about, but I'm going to stop right there. I was sent a lovely care package from the folks over at Enigma, and they sent me their Inkvent calendar. Mm-hmm. But they oh, also sick. sent me the desk mat, which is absolutely sick. It is a 
like a desk mat for a desk computer mm-hmm. that looks like a blank of your favorite acrylic pen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is so, so good, Brad. So I didn't know which product we were going to talk about today, right? Yeah. I know we have the Enigma stationery ad and they, they provide you the ad copy because you're, you're managing that. And sometimes you'll say, hey, mm-hmm. like this is what we're doing. I pulled up the site while you started to read and I saw that I almost yelled to stop you to like completely interrupt you in the beginning. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's what the what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. It is so good. Like, I have I'm one. Totally getting one of these. And it's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. so it, good. Yeah. It's sick. I I'm love totally it because it is like this beautiful like crossover of my favorite things, you know? And yeah, yeah, I think and it's, it's super good. And it's really and it's, high quality as well the, like for a product like this. So I'm really happy with it. Yeah, and the the popular way the desk mats are made now is they're they're made to like cover almost like your whole desk, at least mm-hmm. like lengthwise, maybe not depthwise, right? So they're long. So this is 90, 90 centimeters wide, uh, 90 by 40 centimeters. Mm-hmm. So 35 inches by 15 inches, which is great, which is the, the kind that I use on my desk. Uh, yeah, this is cool. I, yeah, I like I said, I almost, <laughs> I almost yelled at your intro because I saw this. <laughs> this is like perfect for you, for your desk. Yep. Like when you're streaming, like 100%. You need one of these. So yep. let me go back. And to plus, it. <laughs> plus, it helps. It helps me. I, I spill stuff on my desk mat yep. all the time. You'll never see it. You'll never oh, well, see it. Well, and also, these are, uh, you can machine wash these. Yes, I've been washing mine. Yeah. <laughs> I spill ink, wash it. So that uh, the chat always laughs at me because I'll have desktop or desk mat, depending on how much I've spilled. As well as this incredible desk mat, there are seasonal cards from Pike Street Press, fresh imports from Japan, including a Mofasan plush, notepads, pouches, a mouse pad, and even socks, blind boxes, and capsule toys featuring Mofasan, Spy Family, and Genshin Impact. They also have brand new Kusuguru handbags, which are also really nice looking bags. I don't know if you saw these, Brad. Not yet. Very I'm, cool I'm looking stuff. at other stuff. <laughs> they're, they're like these are these are really cool bags. They're like a cross between like a bag and a tote. They have like a fluffy tote bag, which is just like oh. adorable. I love this. This is more like as well as your regular stationary items that you'll find at Enigma, you know, including inks and pens and pencils and the whole shebang, journals and much more. There, these are also some great gifts for people in your life over the holiday season which is good it is sold out now but the uh but daniels has sent me uh the ink vent calendar that they did with yep. the stand yep so good so good sitting on our little kitchen island it looks great yeah they do a great job of that day. they did a really really good job of it they do a good job of everything and you should go and check out their products you'll get discounted shipping on orders of over 40 dollars or more plus a free gift by going to enigmastationary.com slash pen addict and using pen addict to check out Order by December 15th if you want your delivery before Christmas. Go there now and check out all of the new stock that Enigma have at enigmastationery.com slash penaddict. Plus, you'll get discounted shipping on orders of $40 or more and a free gift with the code penaddict to check out. If anything, do yourself a favor. Go there and just look at that desk mat. It's mm-hmm. excellent work, and I genuinely can't believe nobody's done this before now. Bravo to Enigma because... Yep. Smart move. Our thanks to Enigma Stationery for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, Mike. I am right, going bro. on a trip. Woo! Where are you going? going on a trip? Taking a little, taking a little break, taking a little vacay um, with my wife. So, uh, spoiler: we're recording this a day early. Then yes, we'll release I it that. <laughs> because I it was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I will be gone. I like you are just back from a trip, so I don't. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if you did not know what day it was, <laughs> but I definitely know what day it was because I have to catch a plane tomorrow. So always on these trips, like when I just go to do like my stationary trips, going to a pen show, things like that, you know, I'm packing the, the fountain pens and the stationary and, you know, having a very, you know, stationary focused type of trip. But I'm, when I'm more going on like a, just like a pure vacation, like I'm going on this trip with my wife, um, you know, I bring very little because we're usually just doing stuff. But I always want to have something to capture things while we're out. And I don't know if you remember this, but I took a I took a road trip through Florida with the kids, I don't know, four or five years ago, where we did a driving trip. I took a notebook and just kind of wrote, you know, my trip notes as we went. 
you know, you're able to kind of keep it like a little journal or a little sketchbook. And, you know, like I would put the tickets, like we went to like, you know, we went to like the Kennedy Space Center. So I'd put, paste my tickets in there. So it's just, I would basically build out like a travel, specific travel journal for the trip. And I did that in a field notes last time. And I am going to do that again. Just take it like a small pocket field notes, no fountain pens. And I grabbed, I, I didn't know which one I was going to use. I kind of think about it a little bit, kind of a theme wise. Like I had the coastal edition for the Florida trip and the coastal edition also had a California one. I think I gave that away. <laughs> so I didn't, I, it would have been nice if I could think, you know, like five years ahead and save this for a California trip. Cause that's where we're going this time uh, to San Clemente and just that area and hanging around. And it would have been nice to have that Field Notes Coastal Edition to have the West Coast to match my East Coast. But since I didn't have that anymore, I grabbed kind of a holiday theme one, which it's mm -hmm. not holiday on purpose, but it was a winter edition. So it was a winter 2019 um, Group 11, which was the kind of like the a lot of people call it the Elemental Edition. So like the one I have has like copper and copper gilding and um you know, copper dot grid. It's just a really neat kind of seasonal looking one. So uh, it's a white cover. I will have this destroyed probably by the time we get back, which is good. Like that's the goal, right? You want to destroy these things and have a good reminder of the trip. So I have my little notebook. What pen or pens am I going to bring? If I'm not bringing fountain pens, what am I going to bring? I almost always exclusively this year, I've traveled with a spoke roadie pretty consistently but i'm actually going to leave that at home in um in lieu of using a fisher space pen because i actually want to review uh like the traditional bullet style fisher space pen because they've right. made a bunch of new colors and materials this year and i know you've looked at these a lot and like you've gifted us one from relay years ago but they have some cerakote models now and i bought a blue one it's like a navy blue cerakote with a black clip it's really nice so i actually want to put this to the test so it's kind of like twofold i'm going to take this and kind of use it for like its intended use right you know travel out and about see how it holds up things like that on this trip so it's it's a cool pocketable model you know, I'm not bringing anything like I'm not bringing like a pen case or a larger hardbound notebook. I'm literally bringing something I can stick in my pocket and just go because that's pretty much all we're going to be doing on this trip. So um, I am also I could just go with that pen and notebook and just be done with it. Mm. But I do always like to carry some type of fine liner with me. You know, a lot of times it's secure pigment micron or a Copic multiliner. Um, I needed a refresh of the Kurataki Zig Cartoonist Mangaka pen, which is a, a pen that I rave about. Uh, it's one of my favorite kind of fine liner plastic tip pens. So I got a the 05 size. I usually keep the 02 size in purple here is like my favorite one of all time. But I wanted a black one and a wider tip size so it has the 05 tip size which is wider and it's black ink and i just like to have it if i don't know just as an alternate to like a ballpoint it's just like i can sketch with it or just draw with it a little bit or just write with it it's it's completely fine and like these two pens and that notebook like that's gonna but like that's it and it's gonna be like really good like i'm excited to build this little travel journal when i go on these trips we'll only be gone for like four days but it's cool to just take this keep track of your uh thoughts on this journey which you know it's a pretty long journey for us like a five-hour flight you know nothing compared to you but you know and then you were going to like joshua Tree national park and it's just spending a lot of time driving and traveling around like we're gonna be busy busy on this trip so it's great to have these little small notebooks to capture ideas to capture mementos from the trip you know i'll go back at the end of the day you know like when we get back home you know i'll just write a few notes on like you know things that we did during the day if i hadn't captured them already so like a good reflective and then i'll keep this notebook as just like a, it won't be used for anything else it'll be that's this trip went in this notebook and here's a cool reminder and it'll sit with like the other ones that i've made for other trips like this uh just on the shelf something to keep and uh enjoy later and it's a good reminder of 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 the trip so yeah that's uh that's what i'm bringing and that's all i'm bringing mike what do you expect to 
be using these for on this trip? Um, just general, like going to places we've never been before. So I'll run a write down like things that I think about it. Like I've already started using it and put in like the travel plans, like the, the flight details and nice. the, the place we're staying and like what the weather is going to be like. Um, because mm-hmm. we'll be in different like climates, right? On the same day, yeah. we could be on the coast or we could be in the desert, right? Um, because that's California for you. Like, and then I've started like a packing list. Like, I don't need a packing list for my pin show trips because it's just like almost like pre built. Like, I kind of keep everything like there ready to go. Well, this one I need more stuff or random stuff that I wouldn't normally bring. So I'm keeping that. So, like, like that's what started in the notebook. And then, like, tomorrow when we're traveling, like, I'll write about that like i'll literally just kind of like recap the day or write down things as we go um you know what maybe what i watched on the plane or what i read on the plane and things like that so just kind of keep not really like an hour by hour detailing of the trip but a pretty decent trip log that i'll like check in with the notebook a few times a day and then if i have like once we're going like if i have like different reminders or like you know little loose sheets of papers, receipts or tickets or stickers or anything like that. I'll put that in and talk about them. So yeah, it'll just be like kind of a, a rolling conversation of things I wanted to remember during the trip. And um, that'll all go in here. Very nice. I look forward to hearing how it went. I actually yeah. went because uh, I'm away next week again mm-hmm. for reasons I'll get into later. Uh, but on the episode on the 20th, I will have some discussion of stationery that I used in the oh, week good. prior, which I think could be pretty interesting. So yeah. I'll talk about that. So I think you're I think Ooh. you'll dig it. Yeah, I can't wait. If you want to get the show notes for this week's episode, they should be in your podcast app of choice. But if not, you can find them online at relay.fm slash penaddict slash five nine three. If you want to find Brad online, he's penaddict at penaddict P E N A D D I C T. Of course you should know that by now. Go to penaddict.com, spokedesign.com. You can find Brad at twitch.tv slash penaddict streaming three times a week over there. So go check out Brad's stationary streams. Uh, you can find me on at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, and you can find my work at cortexbrand.com. Thank you to Uni and Enigma Stationery for their support of this week's episode. But most of all, thank you for listening. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>